This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I don't want a lot for Christmas. It's time for Come and Talk It with your host, Michael Cargill, brought to you by Texas Law Shield. Over the last decade, Michael has championed and supported the rights of law-abiding Texans to own and use firearms. He is the owner of Central Texas Gunworks, a veteran of the United States Army, and has achieved national exposure in such prestigious media outlets such as Forbes Magazine, Fox Business News, CNN Money, AOL, BBC World News, Huffington Post, and the New York Times. Cargill vigorously defends lawful gun ownership in this country without regard to party politics. And now, here's Michael Cargill. Good day, Austin, Texas, the live music capital of the world. Let's praise the Lord and pass the ammunition. I tell you, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to everyone in Austin, Texas, uh, the United States, and nowhere else. Let me tell you, it is awesome. Man, this is like the best Christmas present. You know, I've got the just the best Christmas presents I actually can ever receive. I tell you, this year has been great. Got a new vehicle. My my employees gave me this nice, very nice little license plate holder to put on my license plate. Oh, man, they were very creative. I want to appreciate them for that and thinking about me in and, and, and that way. And also, man, Commander Dusterhoff, I tell you, uh, he has been indefinitely suspended from the Austin Police Department. So you know what that means? That means that Michael Cargill is 100% vindicated. That's right. (laughs) So, oh man, this is just a great holiday season. It's a great Christmas. That means that, you know, when you listen to Come and Talk It, and we tell you, uh, we have people that are sitting here in the audience, they give you an interview. You know what? We're not fake news. We're the real news. This is the real deal. This is Come and Talk It. So you definitely listen to us to get all that information, get everything that you need so you can go throughout your day and we can fight and stand up for the Second Amendment. All right. So also, we're going to talk about bump stocks today. Oh, yeah. We got to talk about the bump stocks. Absolutely. Because now we have a bump stock ban. And what does that mean for you? Since there's a bump stock ban. So let's look at it from a legal point of view. Okay, so, um, you know, when I look at the history uh, of our presidents, I look at President Obama, and during President Obama's term, he actually passed the national, uh, the national parks, you know, little, uh, I don't know what you want to call it, bill, amendment, or whatever, but where licensed holders or, or gun owners can actually carry a gun in national parks. That was done under the Obama administration. Also, Amtrak. You know, there is a way now that you can actually carry a gun uh, while you're tra- if you have to travel this holiday season on Amtrak. Well, you know what? You can thank President Obama for that. But then under President Trump, unfortunately, we have gun control. 
And we need to send a clear message to this president that we're not going to stand for any gun control whatsoever. This president is banning bump stocks. If you're going to ban a tool, a piece of a firearm, not even a firearm, not even classified as a firearm, then you're going to walk into someone's home. You're going to say, you know what, that is banned, that product, and you're going to confiscate it without any any sight whatsoever of compensating people for that, then you know what, people, that is theft. That is burglary. That is robbery. And that needs to stop. We're not going to stand for this. And you know what? I'm calling for a class action lawsuit. And if I have to lead the way, I will lead the way for a class action lawsuit against the federal government to stop this intrusion. I'm not giving up my bump stocks. Yes, I have one and I have no plans of giving it up. I'm going to fight to my last death, my last breath to keep, keep my bump stocks. So you know what? Let me turn to my attorney, Edwin Walker with the Texas and U.S. Law Shield, because I need to get some legal advice. Because you know what, Edwin? I am hot. I am furious because my federal government is telling me that they're going to come into my home and take a product that I purchased that doesn't have a serial number on it. They're going to take that and confiscate it from me and I cannot have it anymore and it's banned and they're not going to compensate me. So let me welcome Edwin Walker, the principal attorney for Texas and U.S. Law Shield. Hey, Mike. Thanks. It's great to be here. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Yes. And you have uh, you are well within your rights to be uh, very hot and very upset by this. Um, you know, this is really the first time that uh, certainly I can think of, and I've done you know a lot of research on this. This is the first time that I can remember that the federal government has actually now we've seen state governments do it, but the federal government has actually taken a previously illegal consumer product. Um, not a consumable product, so not drugs, not alcohol, because, of course, people always want to bring that up, but a consumer product that is you know, permanent and said, hey, guess what? One day it's legal, next day it's not, and we're going to come and, uh, you know, we, we can. it's your obligation to either turn it in, destroy it, or guess what? You're going to be a felon uh, come March 21st, 2019. That is insane, Edwin. You know, and I, I'm just furious. I'm just so angry, you know, and, I, and I'm not giving them up. I'm not going to turn them in. I have no plans of doing that. But you know what, Edwin? I don't want to become a felon. And I have people, I literally have had at least 150 people contact me since this announcement has been made that, you know what, they're looking to purchase them. So you know what? It's actually increased sales. We have people that are contacting us to purchase bump stocks, and they don't care what the price is. Anytime our government, anytime any government decides they're going to ban something, you know what? All you're going to do is drive traffic to the black market. Yeah, you know, that's the fascinating part about it. And we've seen it throughout history that when you want to, you know, when you want to increase the demand for an item, all you got to do is say the government is going to regulate it or that it's going to stop, it's going to force it to stop being produced anymore. Uh, that's the greatest thing to sell. And, you know, this is this is actually a great opportunity to show a little foreshadowing about what would happen in the event that the government ever did uh, pass a high-capacity magazine restriction uh, or a restriction on, quote-unquote, assault weapons. Because there's only, you know, I don't know the exact number, but look, there's about 250,000 to 500,000 bump stocks in existence. 
whereas there are you know ten to fifteen million uh, rifles that would be declared assault weapons under the currently proposed definition. And so, if there's this much resistance and this much vocal, um, you know, vocal noncompliance, uh, and we'll see, of course, how much actual noncompliance there is uh, for, you know, basically 250,000 items out there. I can imagine what it would be, uh, whatever it's in the millions of people who are then, uh, you know, would then be required to turn over or destroy some sort of item simply because the government and what's that is the administration, the, the executive side of the government, decides that, uh, oh, we don't like this, so we're going to reclassify it. Oh, no, and that's, that's just unheard of. You know, we're talking honestly, and I know people hate for me to use this term. I've told people, you know, people have actually contacted me say, Michael, don't say that. You know, you're going to turn people off. But you know what? I'm sorry. You know, you're, you're talking, you know, let's, let's go back. This is communism. That's exactly what this is. You're talking about, you know, taking something, walking into my house and confiscating something. You know, and, and this is a Republican president, Edwin. You know, I didn't expect this from a Republican president to come, you know, and actually attack the Second Amendment. Yes, it's very draconian, and and you have to think, you know, and I know there's a lot of conspiracy theorists out there, and and you know, good on them, uh, but it really does bring some legitimate issues about how they intend to enforce this. Are they going to start searching people's social media? Are they going to track down everybody who has a YouTube video? Are they going to are they going to get get uh, you know recordings of your uh, radio show and find out who called in or who vocalized support for bump stocks and and you know basically use that as probable cause, uh, which of course has Fourth Amendment implications. Absolutely, use that as probable cause to get a warrant to go search somebody's house. But I mean, hold that, you know what, Edwin, hold that thought because we come back and have you expand on that. We're today we're talking about bump stocks. The federal government, you're. President Donald Trump has banned bump stocks. We're talking about Commander Jason Dusterhoff. He's been suspended indefinitely from the Austin Police Department. That means that Michael Cargill is vindicated. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talk It. All right, you chipmunks. Ready to sing your song? I'll say we are. Hello, this is Gerald Darty, and I'm the Precinct 3 County Commissioner here in Travis County, and you're listening to Come and Talk It. Alvin. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now here's Michael Cargill. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to you and yours. I tell you, it's beautiful. The The sky is clear. There's, there's not a cloud in the sky. I can see all the way downtown Austin. It looks beautiful. I know traffic is bad, but hang in there. You know what? I'm going to lead you to the mountaintop. I'm going to talk you all the way to the store so you can buy those wonderful Christmas gifts. All right, so today we're talking about uh, bump stocks. We're also talking about the Austin Police Department commander, Jason Dusterhoff, who was indefinitely suspended from the Austin Police Department. And so that means that, you know, that frivolous lawsuit that Commander Dusterhoff filed against me, that means that totally vindicates me. Uh, So, oh, yeah, absolutely. And you know what? Our call-in number, just so you know, our call-in number is 512-543-5433. 
512-543-2284. That's 512-543-2284. Let me, let me hear your voice. Let me hear what you have to say about the federal government taking bump stocks. Because under President Obama, we actually were able to carry a firearm inside of a national park. Under President Obama, we were actually able to, you know, to transport a firearm, an Amtrak. But under President Obama, a Republican, I'm sorry, <laughs> Obama, <laughs> I actually did say that, producer, huh? I said Obama. Under President Trump, there we go, we actually have gun control. And so I have uh, Edwin Walker with the Texas and U.S. Law Shield uh, on the show with us today. And Edwin is talking to us about, you know, what does this really mean for gun owners? What does this mean if you have a bump stock? You know, what does this mean? You know, when does the clock start? Uh, when the clock, when it goes into effect, does that mean that you're a, a felon if you're in possession of one of these items? So we're going to find out from Edwin. So Edwin, with Texas and U.S. Law Shield, the principal attorney, welcome to come and talk it, sir. Well, thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, I, the, you know, this rule, which was officially promulgated on Friday, the 21st, uh, gives all bump stock owners 90 days to do uh, one of the following. They can either turn it in to the ATF or their local police department. Theft. Uh, they, can, they can shred it or otherwise render it inoperable. Criminal. Uh, or, or they can become a felon. Woo. So basically, that's, that, those are your options. Uh, yeah, and the thing about it is, is that what you have to realize is, uh, number one, you know, this is the only time a bump stock is even alleged to have been involved in a crime was Las Vegas, which admittedly was terrible, terrible, horrible tragedy, shocks the conscience of the United States. Um, and I don't even know if you've ever heard that he officially used a bump stock or whether or not one of his weapons that he used was, in fact, an automatic weapon um, that we heard, you know, that we heard, uh, you know, they played it on the media over and over again. What sounds to be like an automatic weapon they're attributing to a bump stock, but you know, there's, there's generally not being a conspiracy theorist myself. There has been, uh, you know, not much information that has been released on that Las Vegas shooting. Uh, but aside from that, bump stock, my knowledge, never been used in any other criminal activity. So based upon that, you know, declared an otherwise inanimate object to be, uh, you know, a piece of plastic uh, as something that would get somebody potentially locked away in the federal penitentiary for 10 years. I tell you what, we're going to start our class action lawsuit. I'm telling you right now. So if you want to join in with me on a class action lawsuit, you know what? Respond to this video right now and we're going to get that launch. We're going to get it started because I'm saying right now, no, I'm drawing the law, a line in the sand. We've got to stand up and fight. And I'm saying stand with me shoulder to shoulder because, no, this cannot stand. Let me go to our phone lines. Line two. You all would come and talk it. What you got for me? Line two. Go ahead, sir. Ma'am. Michael, sir. Michael, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm great, Michael. My name is Zizi, and I'm traveling from Chicago to San Antonio to spend some time with my family. And I just want to say, we need a Michael Cargill in Chicago. Woo! Yeah, you, oh man, Chicago. That's a that's a whole another ball game there. What you got going on in Chicago, Zizi? It's crazy. It's crazy out there, Michael. And we need somebody like you to help protect us because we can't even defend ourselves in Chicago um, without you know, being uh, prosecuted 
by by the government, it's just really bad. The laws are just not for anybody who has a concealed carry license. No, it's, it's sad. It's really, it's really for the criminals. You're talking about, you know, you're 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 going about your day, minding your own business, trying to do the right thing, and someone's literally trying to take your life from you, and then you defend yourself to save your life, and then you have to defend yourself in court in Chicago. Exactly, and that's exactly the way it's going. Wow, and it's horrible. I wish I wish you could clone yourself and send a version of you down there to help us out. Oh, you're I- wonderful. Your show is wonderful. God bless you, and God bless your show. I tell you what, ZZ, God bless you, and God bless America. I really appreciate you, sir. Amen. Amen. Have a great day. All right. You too. All right. So, Edwin, you know what, Edwin? You know, so what do we do? Mm-hmm. Can, can, we, can we launch a class action lawsuit? Is that, that's a possibility. Well, well, there's already been several lawsuits that have been filed. Okay. And keep in mind, whenever there's an executive action, uh, there's always lawsuits. I okay. mean, we've seen it with everything. We saw it with... Uh, you know, the travel restrictions, we've seen it with, uh, you know, with, with the, the, the request for asylum. Uh, you know, anytime the, administrative, anytime the administration engages in some sort of action, there's always, always, always a lawsuit to stop it. Now, one of the interesting things is, is that whenever the, the liberals want to stop something that the administration has done, uh, they always find these very, very liberal federal judges to institute a nationwide injunction against it. Right. Well, um, you know, the most conservative judge, the district judge that, uh, the most conservative judge who will stop, uh, you know, the stop government actions that, you know, from a Republican perspective is actually here in Texas, He's in Fort Worth, and he was the judge that recently uh, issued the injunction declaring the Affordable Care Act unconstitutional. So, okay, so what you're uh, saying so, is, if we're going to file this, we need to file it in Fort Worth. Yes, the Northern District of Texas would okay. be the perfect place to file it. And we could do that. I mean, I can live here in Austin and still file it in Fort Worth. Can I? Can we not? Yes. Okay, good. Um, yeah, right. that's, that's the thing with these, with these injunctions. You know, they are nationwide. Because so, we, need, we need to do a cease and desist. Yeah, and, and believe me, this will, before this ban goes into effect, or, you know, is proposed to go into effect 90 days from Friday, uh, which is March 21st, it will be litigated. You know, there will be an opportunity to get an injunction. In fact, within the 90 days, it may not only get the injunction, but it may be appealed and reviewed by a court of appeals. So, and ultimately, this may be the case that finally moves the Supreme Court off of its inaction to mm. hear a Second Amendment case. I mean, just think about it. The only Second Amendment case that the United States Supreme Court has heard since McDonald wow. versus Chicago, which applied the second, which officially applied the Second Amendment to the state, the only Second Amendment case the Supreme Court has taken up was the one where um, it was the one that, that uh, held that the um, Massachusetts prohibition on stun guns violated the Second Amendment. Wow. So there have been there have been over eighty opportunities for the U.S. Supreme Court to review state or local restrictions on the Second Amendment, and they have not done it. And so a federal restriction one applies, you know, because the thing is, they're like, oh, well, if you don't want to live under you know San Francisco gun laws, don't live in San Francisco, or right. you don't want to live under you know the gun laws of Maryland, don't live in Maryland. Uh, but this, since it involves the federal government, it applies to every single American. Uh, I think the U.S. Supreme Court may be motivated to hear it, and because 
there is so many implications. Not only does it implicate the Second Amendment, but it also implicates whether or not administrative agencies can usurp congressional authority, because clearly this was a usurpation of congressional authority, uh, and whether or not it violates the Fifth Amendment, because as you said in your introduction, you're 100% right. This is absolutely a taking for which... Uh, the rule expressly does not provide any compensation whatsoever. And so I want to ask you this, Edwin. So we're talking on March 21st. You're saying that if you are in possession of a bump stock, you're you're committing a felony. Yeah, you're committing a felony. All right, let me and ask you this. Let me ask you this. Okay, so what about binary triggers and rubber bands and fingers? Well, the rule specifically, the rule specifically mentions bump stocks. And that's where, uh, you know, that, that, that is sort of a, a, a syntax difference between the legislation that was proposed by Diane Feinstein. All right, so hold on, hold on there, Edwin. All right, so we're talking with Edwin Walker. He's a principal attorney with Texas and U.S. Law Shield. We're talking about bump stock ban. We're also going to talk about the Texas legislature because they go into session the second Tuesday of January. We're talking about the APD commander, Jason Dusterhoff, who was indefinitely suspended from the Austin Police Department. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talk It. This is Brittany Glaze, and I get my global gun news from Michael Cargill on Come and Talk It. Talk 1370. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now, here's Michael Cargill. Ho, 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 ho! Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to you and yours. That's right, we're holding it down. Everyone's gone. Everyone's out the building. I'm here all by myself. You know why? Because I love you, I care about you, and this is important to me. And I'm never going to sleep. We're not going to take a break. We don't take any days off. Because when it comes to defending the Second Amendment, when it comes to defending what is right, we are here for you. All right, so we're talking with Edwin Walker. He's a principal attorney with Texas and U.S. Law Shield, and we're talking about the bump stock ban. And Edwin was talking to us about the fact that on March 21st, if you're in possession of a bump stock, then it's a felony. And we're saying, hey, you know what? We're not giving them up. I'm not giving them up. I'm keeping my bump stock. I've had customers call me in droves. I've had customers contact me wanting to purchase one. I've had customers that are saying they are not, they do not want to give them up. We need to stand and fight. And you know what? President Obama, under his administration, we were able gun owners to carry in national parks. Under President Obama's administration, we were able to transport a firearm on, on Amtrak. But under President o- President Trump, I almost said it again, producer, under President Trump, we have gun control from a Republican president. And so I'm saying, no, we're not going to stand for this. I'm not going to take it. I don't care what you have behind your name. If it's a D, if it's an R, if it's a G, if it's an L, if you impose gun control, we're saying it is going to stop. And so I have uh, Edwin Walker with Texas and U.S. Law Shill here. But we, you know what? Let me go to the phone lines. Our phone number is 512-543-2284. That's 512-543-2284. Line two, you want to come and talk. What you got for me? And I'm going to ask you to turn your radio down some. You know what? I, I'm going to do that right now. I'm sorry. I, yeah. Hey, uh, I don't know if I'm on the air or not. You, you are. But, uh, 
Okay. Uh, first of all, I want to put some props into uh, Texas Law Shield um, because um, uh, I can't pump them enough. I don't. I'm just not just saying this. It's just that these guys have they really given me peace of mind, and a lot of individuals that, that here in Texas. Um, because of the gun laws, some of them just don't know what they are. And it's very great to have somebody to represent you. Um, and just as a breath of fresh air, just to have somebody that looks out for your best interest. Absolutely. Um, Thank you. We appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, it's really awesome. Now, the only thing about this is that I carry black powder. Okay. I had a felony like 20 years ago and I can't get it off my record. So I carry black, black powder. Um, but with all the gun laws that we have, um, it doesn't take anything, especially in these podunk cities like uh, where I live, is that the cops just pull you in because you're carrying. And what that does is it makes you go to court. You have all these fees. You have all this kind of stuff just to prove your innocence. And in other words, they get you at the paycheck window. You know that. <laughs> so it's really refreshing to have somebody guys, you guys like this. But uh, to get on your subject, I'm sorry, but uh, bump stocks. Um, I don't have one. Um, I'm prior military, and um, we. You know, I, I tell you what, I got. I know a bunch of people that are selling some. There's they would sell them to the highest bidder. Uh, I tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, and I'm not, I'm not advocating committing the crime. I'm not saying you don't go out there and no, do something wrong. No, sir. I'm just saying. No, I know sir. some people that are selling. I did. I didn't hear. I didn't hear nothing. I didn't hear nothing. I'm just putting it out there. But yeah. Um. But no bumps. Like I've never carried one. Um. I never had the need meet needs to. Um. I'm in the military. Um. And I, we never needed those. Uh. For my personal experience, I tried them, but I can't use them because they jam for me. I mean, it's just something about me that they jam. Um, so, but my point is, is that this is just the, this is just the tip of the spear and you nailed it so hard today is because the fact is, is that Trump, um, even running on, on, uh, uh, on his uh, platform on gun control, he's done more, you know, it's like just the, the evidence of him putting it out there just as a bump stock. It's like, man, you, you're messing with weapons now. Okay. <laughs> it's, you're giving the, the Democrats a back door to start picking and choosing what the Second Amendment actually says. And honestly, you know, I, I honestly think that the Libertarian Party needs to come up with a very strong candidate for president, a serious I, candidate for president. I don't want to see someone streaking across the stage nude. I need a serious <laughs> yeah. candidate from the Libertarian Party. I, I, I agree. I mean, um, uh, I can't agree with you more. I mean, I, I'm not even a Republican or Democrat because the fact is I can't tell the difference no more, bro. I mean, I, I can't. OK. Um, and I'm so mad at Congress right now. And, and it's just like, you know, we're not being heard. But when they start attacking our Second Amendment rights, um, it's like, you know what? What's next? I mean, you know, wh- wh- what can I carry next? Are you going to come for my black powder weapons because I can actually shoot a projectile, you know, more than 825 there, honestly, pounds? there's no line. When you're talking about banning a, a product that doesn't even have a serial number on it, you know, that's a part of something, you know, then there's no difference than banning a scope. Banning a yeah. regular yes, butt, butt, uh, butt stock. There's no difference in yeah. any of that. Then you can ban oh, anything you're so right. because you're the big bad federal government. Yeah, and then then you got gun owners. I mean, it's kind of like, okay, what can I have? What can I have? What can I have? Or whatever. And it's like, you know what? We we, we don't know because we can't keep there's, up with the There's nothing going to stop them from banning your iPhone. You know what? Your iPhone, you know, we don't <laughs> like it because, you know, someone used that iPhone to kill someone. So we're going to ban iPhones. How would you like that? Yes, there's no difference yeah. in that. Well, here's what I'm here's what I'm going to get to after this bump stock because the second this this uh, red flag law that they're passing as well I want to discuss this with you just put out a point here okay. is that you know somebody okay and this will go on in a small town I can see this happening in my t- my small town in Texas here 
Somebody can get ticked off at you because you cut them off at the Brookshire Brothers, mm-hmm. okay? They can go home and pick up the phone and call and say, he's got weapons. Mm. He's got weapons. And the next thing you know, they can come in and break down your door, okay, without a warrant, without a search warrant. Well, anyway, just on, they, they've given them probable cause because somebody complained that you have and you shouldn't have a oh, particular it, type of honestly, weapon. Honestly, it's gotten worse. Vermont, it happened this week. In the state of Vermont, some uh, some kids said they were going to shoot up a school in Vermont. So in, oh God. instead of doing something to the kids, the kids say they were going to steal the firearms from a, a family member. So that family member didn't even know about this. They were going to steal them. So they the police got a, a search warrant. Uh, they got the they did the they have their version of the red flag law is what they use. And they went and confiscated those firearms from that family member who had no idea that this was actually he, being planned. Didn't even have a clue. And didn't it's even like, have that's a clue. what I'm saying. But it's, what scares me is that I like my doors at night so nobody can come in. So okay. you know what that tells me? That tells me this. I'm a gunster owner. I have an FFL. If someone talks about on social media that the fact that they're going to commit a crime, they're going to break into my gun store and steal my guns to commit that crime, they can, yes, sir. They can get a warrant and come and confiscate my firearms to prevent that crime. Yes, sir. That's that's what I wanted to see. Make sure that we we're on the same page because I'm starting to see the big picture with that law and with the bump stock law and, and everything. It's like you know what? Okay, now they say you're not going to mess with our guns, but right. but now you're regulate you're regulating it, but you're doing it a piece at a time. And it's like you know what? It's still being chipped away at, and okay. and pretty soon it's going to be like we're going to get to where you know what? Well, what kind of gun can we have? Right. We cannot pull it out. You know whatever. But um, the thing about it is, is that they are attacking the, the Second Amendment. I mean, this is the way that Congress is going to do it. And it's going to get worse when the House takes over next year. Much worse. Um, it's going to get so bad because we don't know what bills or whatever. And, and I'm just so happy. Like I said before, I'm so happy. I, I've called Texas Law here just to make sure that I'm legal or whatever. Um, but I, because I have to have that resource because yes. I have to keep up and actually know what's legal from a lawyer standpoint of view, because it's, I almost have to be a lawyer to travel down from here to the range. Absolutely. If a cop stops, it, it, cops has to stop me. But if he cops me, you know, I was like, you know what? And the first thing that, that Texas all she'll tell me is to shut up. <laughs> Just <laughs> hand him my car. Just hand him my car. All right. I'm going to have to cut you loose there. I, all right, man. Go ahead, man. But you have a good one. Thanks for taking the phone call, man. Thank you very much. I, I appreciate, appreciate it. Brother. Thank you for calling in. All right, so let me go back to Edwin there. All right, sorry about that, Edwin. Yeah. So, yeah, so... Yeah, no, so, guys, great to hear such a... I mean, yeah, I want to thank him for all the fantastic things he had to say about Texas Law Show. Absolutely. All right, so, Edwin, you know, so it's going to be banned in March 21st. Got to turn it in, or you have to destroy it. Um, and then is there any documentation that you have to give in order to prove that you actually destroyed it? Mm, I guess you could send them pictures of, <laughs> yeah, in case they come after you. But in theory, they're not even supposed to know who you are. Right. So, uh, but, but actually, the, you know, the caller actually did point out something that I want people to think about that is okay. very, very interesting. Because the way that, the way that machine gun, so, so the way that the ATF accomplished this, the Department of Justice accomplished it, by, was by creating additional words or additional interpretations to the definition of machine gun which was written decades and decades ago. And so, and it includes any part that can be considered a machine gun. So that means that because they have specifically now designated uh, a bump stock as a machine gun part, uh, much like a sear. And so, you know, the, the actual thing that, that makes a regular AR into an automatic illegal machine gun is the sear. And to have just the sear itself is the same as having an assembled functional machine gun, which you can be prosecuted and convicted for. 
that does the same thing to the bump stock. So the bump stock is now the equivalent of the seer, which means that in theory, you could be like our previous caller, mm. where you don't even own an AR. Mm. You've got absolutely no way of effectuating, you know, killing somebody. Don't even know how to put stock. it together. Don't even know how to put it together. But the fact that you have that piece of plastic means that you can be prosecuted and convicted. So you don't have to have any other, you don't have to have an upper, you don't have to have a lower, you don't have to have a trigger, you don't have to have a firing pin, you don't have to have a magazine well, a magazine, you don't even have to possess any two, two, three, or five, five, six ammunition. You just hit you that person in the head that walks into your home. <laughs> you are a felon if you have that piece of plastic. Wow, that is criminal. That is completely, that's just criminal. So when we come back from the break, Edwin, we're going to talk about uh, a couple of House bills uh, that are uh, going, that actually have been filed at the Texas legislature that, and they, they actually go into session the second Tuesday of January. Uh, we're going to talk about a couple of bills. Uh, House Bill 143 from Valerie Swanson. We're going to talk about House Bill 172 by Diego Burnell. House Bill 195 from Ron Reynolds. House Bill 227 from Matt Krause. And Senate Bill 243 from uh, uh, Representative, Bra- I'm sorry, Senator Brandon, who's a Republican. We're going to talk about those. And I want to remind you, you know, President Trump has banned bump stocks. On March 21st, they're, on 21st, they're going to be illegal. On the President Obama, he actually gave us the ability to carry firearms in a national park. On the President Obama, we're actually able to, to travel um, in a certain way on Amtrak, you know, transporting your firearm. Uh, so we, we got more freedoms under Obama. Under President Trump, we have gun control. I want you to let that sink in. I want you to just, just think about that. Think about that for a minute. And think about what should we do this next election? Because this is a problem. This is theft. This is burglary. This is highway robbery. You're talking about a, pe- a product that doesn't have a serial number on it. That pick any product you have inside your home. The government says, you know what? It's now banned. We're going to confiscate it. And we're not going to compensate you for it. We're going to take it away. This is Michael Cargill. And you are listening to Come and Talk It. Yo, what's going on, guys? It's Jack Jones here, and I get my gun news from Michael Cargill on Come and Talk It. Talk 1370. All right, you chipmunks. Ready to sing your song? I'll say we are. Yeah, let's sing it now. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now, here's Michael Cargill. Alvin. Alvin! What are you doing, Alvin? Come on. All right. All right, so we're back and we're talking about bump stocks. Well, we've done talking about that. Now we're going to move on to the Texas Capitol. Going to talk about some bills that have actually been filed at the Texas Capitol. Uh, their session goes in. Uh, they start on January the second Tuesday of the month. It goes from January to June. And there's some bills that we need to kill. There's some bills we need to support. And so we're going to talk about some of these bills here. We're, we're going to highlight some, uh, just a few bills. We're going to talk about more next year on the other side as well. 
Yeah. So we're going to have some of our elected officials inside the studio here. We'll have them on the telephone telling us about their bill, why we should support their bill. Or, you know, we'll have some other people in here telling us about why we should kill some bills. You know, I'm here to support the Second Amendment. I'm here to kill all those bad bills. And I'm here to support the great bills. All right. So we have Edwin Walker. He's a principal attorney with Texas and U.S. Law Shield. And also, don't forget, man, it's an early Christmas present. That's right, because you know what? The APD commander, Jason Dusterhoff, has been indefinitely suspended from the Austin Police Department. You know, uh, he just got upset the fact that I allowed someone to tell their side of a story from their perspective on my radio show. So he filed a frivolous lawsuit against me. Well, now this means I'm totally vindicated because he's been terminated indefinitely from the Austin Police Department for everything that was said on this show. So take that with a grain of salt. So Christmas early. Merry Christmas to everyone. Happy New Year. I love you all. So Edwin Walker. So let's go through this. I know I apologize. We got to go through pretty quick. So House Bill 143 relating to authorizing the provision of temporary secure storage for weapons at certain public buildings. What's this about? Yeah, well. Yeah, well, you know, the bill in principle is great. It means that, uh, you know, if you're going to a place where uh, weapons are prohibited in Chapter 46, that uh, instead of being totally defenseless while you walk to the building and from the building, you can actually carry your gun to the building and put it in a safe storage locker. The only problem I have with it, though, is that um, it says that a government agency may provide and so, you know, I know that the legislature has a problem with what they call unfunded mandates. Correct. And they don't like to trap local governments with, you know, having to pay for stuff. But, uh, you know, do you think with that language that a local government may provide, you know, what are the odds that the city of Austin is going to give you a self-storage locker? No, they're not going to do it. As a matter of fact, we're actually, our day in court is going to be uh, the the week after New Year's. We're actually going to go to court against the city of Austin with a lawsuit about Austin City Hall. Yeah. And so your your anti gun governments they're still going to stay in anti gun, and you know people are going to say, "Well, I don't self storage locker." They're going to go freeze your self storage locker. We don't like guns. We don't have to give you one. The legislature says we don't have to give you one, and we're not going to do it. Okay, so is so, that is that with a license or without a license? Uh, it would be actually it would be for any firearm, handgun, knife, or other weapon. Uh, that is prohibited on the premises. So it doesn't apply to prisons, doesn't apply to schools, so they don't have to give you a locker. Okay. Uh, but let's say you're going into a place that where all firearms are prohibited, even okay. rifles, and, you know, in theory, they, you know, they can provide you a storage locker for your rifle to, okay. to put up. But, but it clearly is designed mostly for LTC voltage. Okay. All right, let's look at House Bill 172 by Diego Bernal. It says, relating to the notice given by a property owner prohibiting a handgun license holder from carrying a handgun on certain property. Yeah, this is a very dangerous bill. Mm. Um, you know, of course, you'd expect it from, uh, from Representative Bernal. Uh, you know, he's one of the, you know, he's one of the anti-gun guys. And this actually stems from, uh, you know, I'm sure you remember, but uh, your listeners probably don't. A couple of years ago, a couple of sessions ago, whenever the moms demand action, the mad moms, as I call them, mm-hmm. uh, whenever they went and they said, oh, my God, it's so terrible that property owners have to give this ridiculously large notice, and that's why most of them are not doing it. You should make it easier. Uh, and they wanted to they wanted to approve just what we call gun buster signs mm-hmm. as lawful. 
30 out, 6 3 out, 7 outs. This doesn't go as far as that, but it clearly is a product of that type of influence. And basically what it says is, is that it reduces the size of a 30 out, 6, 3 out, 7 criminal trespass sign to no larger than an 8.5 by 11 paper. Uh, and it would require the DPS to make the signs and put them on their website that uh, property owners could conveniently, and I'm using my air quotes, uh, immediately them out and stick them up wherever they wanted to. And so uh, basically, you know, the, the compromise was made late in 1996 or 1997, uh, whenever they said, well, look, we don't want to, you know, we're going to have to draw a line to where, you know, private property rights are, are protected, the right to carry is protected. So property owner, you know, you have your right, but, you know, if you really, really, really want to uh, keep license holders off, we're going to make you work a little for it. You know, we're going to put some restrictions in there. Uh, this basically do it with all of that. All right, let's look at House Bill 195. Uh, that was, uh, yeah, 195 by Don Reynolds relating to the certain of, I'm sorry, they're relating to the creation of certain criminal offenses concerning firearm sales at gun shows. Yeah, and this basically is, you know, just thing to close up the, you know, the, the fabricated gun show loophole. Uh, and basically it just makes it, you know, it makes it, I guess it works in favor of people who actually buy boots at gun shows. Uh, because, it, you know, as we know, there are people who are like, look, I, I want to trade this gun, I want to sell it. Um, I'm going to go find a, some, maybe a dealer at the show, give me a good price for it. If not, maybe I'll bump into somebody on the street. Um, and so basically this says, no, 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 you can't do that. Um, so it prohibit, you know, sales or would require sales to go through a big criminal tax system, even if they are intrastate sales for non-commercial purposes uh, that are um, uh, you know, done by Persons of the same by persons of the same state still require them to be go through a background check. So, um, so I guess it'd be a boon to you know whoever sets up the background check booth at the show. Yeah, that, yeah, but that's a problem because what if you're a convicted felon? You did something thirty years ago, forty years ago. You're trying to buy a gun for personal protection at home. That means you're never going to be able to purchase a firearm. So to me, this is racist. This is a you know attack on those people that have actually been committed a crime, maybe committed you know, or maybe even convicted of a crime that maybe they didn't do, but now they lost their gun rights. They're never going to get their gun rights back ever. Yeah, um, yeah, certainly is impediment to that. Can't do it at a gun show. Right. All right. So let's take a look at House Bill 227 by Matt Krause relating to exempting the interstate manufacturer of a firearm and firearm accessory or ammunition from a federal regulation. You know, this bill is actually the most interesting from a, some sort, sort of an intellectual perspective because what most people don't know, and because of the ever expansive powers of the federal government, is that under the Constitution, the federal government is limited to only regulating those activities that are specifically enumerated in Article One, Section Eight. Uh, but uh, in the new during the New Deal era, um, Congress latched onto that language about regulating interstate commerce, and basically with the court, the Supreme Court's compliance, uh, pretty much everything now has been uh, designated to affect. And I'm using air quotes again, interstate commerce. And what this says is that this is Texas actually taking, you know, saying under the Ninth Amendment, under the Tenth Amendment, we have the rights to regulate our own commerce. Uh, and so basically, if somebody, you know, builds and sells or guns or ammunition strictly here in the state of Texas, 
We are hereby declaring that that is intrastate commerce protected by federal regulation. Um, however, uh, and what's interesting about this is that if it would pass, uh, I guarantee that it would be challenged by government, and maybe the courts would have actually have to uh, engage in some intellectual analysis as to where is the line between interstate commerce, regulating interstate commerce, and regulating interstate commerce. All right. And then so make sure you make a lot sure. of issues with regard to supremacy, sovereignty, and uh, uh, federalism. All right. And then the last one, Edwin's going to be Senate Bill 243 by Creighton, uh, relating to the carrying or storage of a handgun by a school marshal. Yeah, that one was actually really interesting because when the school marshal plan was, was created, uh, you know, obviously, you know, great idea to have school marshals, but it put some really cumbersome regulations on how school marshals could carry weapons. Uh, basically, it's like saying, hey, you can be a school marshal, you can have a gun, but you guess what? We're going to tell you you have to keep the gun in a locked container, you'll never be able to get it in time. Um, and, you know, what good is it going to do you? And basically, this new bill would eliminate all of those uh, regulations. All right. Awesome. Man, Edwin Walker, thank you very much. I appreciate you giving us insight into all of this mess that we're trying to uncover. You know what? We're still going to do that class action lawsuit. I'm going to come visit you. We're going to get that rolling. We're going to join whoever we need to join to get this moving because we're going to say, hey, cease and desist. This is mine. I own it. You're not coming into my home. If you do, that is burglary. That is theft. And I want to stop you. Edwin, I want to thank you, sir. Well, thank you, Mike. Thanks for having me. It's always a pleasure. Absolutely. That's Edmund Walker, the principal attorney with Texas and U.S. Law Shield. You know what, people? We got to stand together. Now it's time to fight. This is not time to sleep. I know it's the holidays, but we got to stand up, got to fight, got to stand strong and let the government know that, hey, we're not going to take this taken of our property. This is the this is the United States of America. This is Texas, the Lone Star State. I need a state rep. I need a state senator to sponsor a bill to stop this. As always, more guns equals less crime. Have a Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year. And as always, go out there and you buy yourself a gun. You've been listening to Come and Talk It with Michael Cargill. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.